the Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you. I bless your name. I give you praise. I give you honor. I adore you. Oh, sweet spirit of the living God, please speak to your people. Please take charge of this meeting. Oh, Lord, speak to someone. Put me aside and take charge. Let your presence be in this place. Let your manifestation be seen, oh, Lord. Read in the word that the, the, the apostles, when, when they minister people, it, accompanying them with signs and wonders. May signs and wonders accompany your messages in this meeting. May transformation, oh Lord, be centered, be sweet in this, in, in, in this ministry. We are praying, oh Lord, that you speak to them about your gift and you impact in them. Also, we thank you for your name in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. So, about to start. I already say here that it's fine. The others will join. Okay, you still hear me. Is it is it better now? Hello, is it better now? miracles and also the gift of prophecy and these are very heavy gifts that we actually see man in manifestation in our era in our era in our century we hear of healings we hear of prophecies we we, we hear of um, um, miracles the miracles happening even if you've not witnessed one before you have heard of it so moving on last week we spoke about the spiritual gifts and we said that they are gifts that are given by the spirit so the spirit the spirit distributes them as he pleases as he wills hallelujah yes so today we'll be talking about the gifts of healing gifts of miraculous and the working of the miraculous and the gifts of prophecy so the gifts of healing the um, root me the root word is ayama and ayama means to heal or to cure to make someone whole to free from errors or sin or to bring about one's salvation so what, what is um, healing according to scripture five, mark chapter 5 verse 35 says and he said unto her daughter thy faith has made thee whole go in peace and the whole of thy plague. James 5 verse 14 to 16 said, Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the, uh, the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil and in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to each other other pray for each other so that you may be healed the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective hallelujah so healing healing meaning to cure someone to cure someone to make someone whole and 
in, in Isaiah chapter 53 verse 4 to 5, it makes um, um, Isaiah makes us know that he said that surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering, yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted, but he was pierced for our transgression, he was crushed for our iniquities, the punishment that brought us peace was upon him, and by his wounds we are healed. So this this scripture brings to our mindset that as a believer you are entitled to healing. Jesus has paid for that disease, Jesus has paid for that sickness. Jesus didn't just come to forgive our sins but jesus came to make us whole jesus came to cure us so on when we were without jesus we were we had to endure sicknesses we had to endure diseases but when jesus came he said he's restoring us back to how god created it the earth how god created us to be and his restoration includes healing it includes healing we never heard Adam was sick in the garden. No, we didn't. So when Jesus, Jesus said that his wounds by his stripes, we receive healing. So as a believer, we are entitled to healing. So if we are entitled to healing, if we walk in divine healing, what is the need for, for the gift of healing? So as you go on, you know, what is the, what is the need for the gift of healing? James, as James, as I read earlier, James chapter 5, verse 14 to 16. It, it means that God gives certain people um, um, grace. Grace to, um, um, it's like the, the, the grace is, as we all have healing, you know, we can work in divine healing. Certain people are given a grace that they can use to heal people or an anointing, you know, that they can use to heal people. So they become a, a let me say, a, a, a host whereby um, healing comes from them. You know, when they pray, God answers them. When they, they, they lay their hands on people, they are healed. Like they become a host for, for, for the healing of people. And these certain people, some of them, their job is to have faith for you. To have faith when we were and um, Jesus, you, you actually study about the healings of Jesus. You realize that there were some people that he said, Oh, go, your faith has made you whole. Jesus didn't even have to pray for them. Jesus just said, Go, your faith has made you whole. Me- meaning their faith was enough to heal them. You understand? But then there are some people Jesus prayed for them. You know, Jesus had faith for their healing. So there are certain people that they've been given the grace for healing and these people have faith for other people's healing hallelujah yes so they have a, a greater faith and um, to agree with someone to agree in someone's faith for healing yes so the bible makes us know that the 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 prayer of the righteous person is powerful and effective according to james chapter 5 and 6 the prayer of the uh, of the powerful person is is is, is, is powerful and it's effective so the, the gift of healing, when given to a person, gives them the ability to agree in faith for the healing of someone. So that person who has the healing gift, he has the ability to agree in faith for the healing of someone. So with others too, it, it's the, the presence of God surrounding them causes healing to anyone who comes in contact with them. So the other people too, they don't necessarily have to pray for you. 
just coming um, to them or coming close to them or, or even having something that belongs to them causes healing causes healing to you so the presence of god surrounds them and the presence of god surrounded them causes healing for other people so those kind of people you can just get close to them and be healed and so there are some people that they, they are just ministering they are just preaching they are just saying something and people are healed all over they didn't even pray for healing but then someone just gets up and the person is healed and an example is when Catherine coleman started her ministry she didn't pray for the sick. She was just ministering. And in the administration, someone um, got up and, and I think the person was healed. The next week, the person came and told her, when you were ministering, I was healed. The next week, the same thing happened. People were healed. She didn't even have to pray for them and they were healed. Just by her presence being made available. So the other people, it's just their presence. That makes people heal. And yeah so as we go to the examples i'll make known some people to you that just by their presence people were healed and and and, and others too they had to pray for them so there are gifts of of, of healings there are ways what i'm mentioning right now is the ways that uh, um, um, the gifts of healings sometimes um is manifested through and also there are certain people what that's um let's say they are able to cure specific diseases maybe there's someone that they only work with um, wheelchairs and, and and the deaf and dumb there are people that are specialized in you know praying for people who are blind for their eyes to see so their gift of healing and actually when you study the scripture you realize that the healing gift is the only one that they say amen the healing gift is the only one that they say gifts of healing they add an s to it that means there are different types you know it's the same healing gift but then some people maybe are specialized in praying for people that are crippled to be healed some and um, praying for the blind to see and some they, they have the um the gift to heal all all kinds of diseases and others do you know they have they can pray for the sick others do just by their mere presence people are healed Yes, so that's the gifts of healing, the gifts of healing. And I want us to look at some examples of the gifts of healing. The first person that we all know is Jesus. Jesus exhibited the gift of healing. Going to Matthew chapter 4, verse 23, he said, And Jesus went all about Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all manner of sicknesses and all manner of diseases among the people luke says verse 7 to 9 says and he came down with them and stood in the plain and the company of his disciples and a great multitude of people out of all judea and jerusalem and from the sea coast of tyre and sidon which came to hear him and, and to be healed of their diseases and they that were vexed with unclean spirits they were all healed and the whole multitude sought to touch him for they for there went virtue out of him and healed them all so when you when you study the scripture you realize that people all diseases people from uh, uh, everywhere came to jesus with diseases or to, to be healed to be healed and some went to the extent that they knew they believed that even if they touched his cloak they will be healed 
if they touch his cloak, his, they will be healed. Like just the dread, because virtue went out of him. So Jesus, so those kind of people, just like the woman with the issue of blood for 12 years, Jesus didn't pray for her. She just believed and touched the cloak of Jesus and she was healed. That is a gift of healing. You know, some people to like the blind man, one blind man, Jesus told him that, um, yes, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus told him that um, um, he should go and wash his, his eyes. He, he he actually took mud and I think spat on, he spat on the floor, took mud and put it on his eyes and told him that he should go and wash, he should go and wash it, uh, wash it in, 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 I think, some, some pool of water or something. And... When the man did that, he was healed. Jesus gave him a direction. Jesus didn't pray for him. He didn't touch Jesus' cloak. Jesus gave him a direction that do this and you'll be healed. You understand? So the gift of healing, as Jesus manifested, Jesus manifested praying for people. Jesus manifested and people just touching his cloak or even being around him and they are healed. And Jesus also manifested giving people direction. So someone can give you a direction. Maybe you tell the person you are sick, your head is hurting. And this kind of person has a gift of healing. The person can also give you a direction that, oh, just take salt and water. And you'll be you'll be fine. And it takes just salt and water, and you are fine. It is a gift of healing. Hallelujah. So it is manifested in different ways. And Jesus, as we see here, manifested them in the different ways that they can be manifested. Okay, so the next example is the apostles, the apostles of God. Acts chapter 4, 5, verse 14 to 16 says, And the believers were the more added to the Lord, the multitudes both of men and women in so much that they brought forth the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and couches that at the least the shadow of peter passing by might overshadow some of them hallelujah so said and continuing to 60 said they came also a multitude out of the cities around about unto jerusalem bringing sick folks and them which were vexed with unclean spirits, and they were all healed. So, it, the, the gift of healing was so strong on Peter that just by his 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 shadow, overshadowing some people, they were healed. That that is crazy. That is amazing. Just someone's shadow can heal the sick. You didn't have to pray for you. You didn't even have to touch his cloak. But just his shadow falling on you can cause healing. And this was Peter, a human being like you and I. And he just had a gift of healing. And his shadow was healing people. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. How amazing. How extraordinary this is. How extraordinary this is. Hallelujah. And I pray we all, you know, we all get this gift of healing. Get the gift so that we you know people won't see people who are sick. We see people who have diseases. You know, so that when we see someone who's suffering or something like that. And same, you can heal that person just by your shadow. Or just by the 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 the, the gift the, the faith, having faith, praying the prayer of faith. You can make that person, you know, whole. It would be amazing. It would be amazing. Hallelujah. Amen. I, I can't remember um one the time one time that 
um, God told me that I could heal. I think I've said it a couple of times. And it still struck me. I was so fascinated. And just by, um, I didn't even have to pray. I just said, Jesus is the healer. And I laid hands on the person. And here is the person that was healed. Just laying up on of hands on the person. And I said, Jesus is the healer. I pray. I, I didn't really pray along with I just said that. And the person was healed that instant. This was someone that was shaken. This was someone that was on the point of, you know, passing out. And I, I, I prayed for them. Instantly, the person was healed. You can imagine how shocked I was because I myself have not encountered the gifts of healing, uh, uh, you know, before. I was so shocked, and it happened. So this makes us know that the gifts are not just stories, or the gifts are not just something that happened, you know, in the past or in the Bible. And that is, it is still in existence today. It is still. So strong, so strong. I think my my teeth was hurting one time, and I went for a prayer meeting. And the minister said, "And um, I am pray and uh, come. Anyone who is sick, come and pray for you." So I didn't even come for it. I was still in front, but I I I, I was there, and I was just believing for healing. And after the minister prayed, I believed God for the healing of my teeth because it was really hurting. And as I believed. I realized that <laughs> my teeth was so, so hurting, but then I believed in it. And I think the next day I realized the pain had reduced. I still believed in God for my healing, that the minister has prayed, so I believe for my healing. The next day the pain reduced, and within I think four days or five days, the pain was totally gone. I didn't take any medicine, I didn't take anything. The, to- the pain was gone, and that was it. I didn't have that pain again. So now, you know, how amazing the gift of healing. I pray that, you know, we all can manifest that gift. We all, so that um, when we see people that are suffering, when we see people that have sicknesses and diseases, you know, we can heal them. Maybe if, let's say, one of your children comes with a headache, you know, you can just lay hands on your, your child and just pray for your child. And the Bible says the prayer of faith will make the sick person well and they'll be healed. You know, there'll be no need for hospital, going to hospital, and all that. Hallelujah. Yes, yeah, so the, the gift of uh, the gift of healing. So let's look at Paul. And um, our last example, Paul. Then Acts chapter 19 verse 12, so that handkerchiefs or towels or aprons which had touched his skin were carried away and put upon the sick, and their diseases left them, and the evil spirit came out of them. So Paul um, 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 the apron, Paul's apron or um, towels and handkerchiefs that touched him, that touched Paul, was carried to and and put on the sick so he didn't have to pray for them they didn't even have to be around him but his his handkerchief or his apron that had touched his skin were put upon the sick and they were healed can you imagine and their diseases left them completely and just by his handkerchief you know spirit evil spirits came out of of them evil spirits came out of them and that was that possible. Just a handkerchief touching someone's skin and you put it on a sick person and they are healed. How amazing God is. How powerful God is. Indeed, Jesus is our healer. Indeed, God is the best doctor. Hallelujah. This is amazing. This is amazing. I, I want us to spend just one minute, just one minute, thanking God for the gift of healing. 
Oh Lord, we thank you for the gift of healing. We thank you for the gift of healing. La o si arabasi chile no niya do the araki daika. Rada baba shita baba suti adaba. We thank you that even an acorn can heal someone. Even someone's shadow can heal someone. We thank you that the prayer of faith can heal a believer. Can heal someone. Rado sati la maiki do yene me kadia kai satan. Rei suti arababa shita rabusa. We thank you, Father, we bless your name. In Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. How beautiful. How amazing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Indeed, you are the healer. Amen. Amen. So our next gift is the working of miracles. In other versions, they will say miraculous powers miraculous powers so the working of miracles and um, miracles have its own and um, which um, word but then in this context it was miraculous power so dunamis the which word is dunamis and dunamis means power miraculous power dunamis dunamis it's such a strong word so miracles strength power ability Inherit power residing in a thing by virtue of its nature, power for performing miracles, power for performing miracles. So I went on to actually understand the meaning of miracles. What is a miracle? A miracle is an extraordinary and welcome event that is not explicable by natural or scientific laws and is therefore attributed to a divine agency. So something that is out of the ordinary, something that we can't explain, but it's done, you know. Our natural laws can't explain, scientific laws can't explain. It's a miracle, like, it's, 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 it's not impossible, but it's possible, you know. That is a miracle. Thank you, Jesus, for miracles. Thank you, Jesus, for miracles. Hallelujah. Amen. So Acts chapter 19, verse 11. And God was doing extraordinary miracles by the hands of Paul. God was doing extraordinary miracles. So miracles is something extraordinary, as I said. And God routed miracles through the hands of Paul. Mark chapter 10, verse 7 says, And Jesus, looking upon them, said, With men it is impossible, but with God, for with God all things are possible. So with God, God is a God of possibilities. The impossible is possible with God. And, and God is able to manifest these things through miracles. Miracles. Psalm 77, verse 40 says, You are the God who works wonders. You have made known your might among the people. God works wonders. Sometimes we come to be the same miracles as signs and works wonders. Signs and wonders. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Signs and wonders. That is so powerful. God works in. chapter 15 verse 19 says the power of signs and wonders by the power of the spirit of god 
told her from Jerusalem and all the way to Iliritum, I have fulfilled the ministry of the gospel of Christ. So Paul was telling the Romans that by the power of signs and wonders, by the power of the Spirit of God, he had fulfilled the ministry of Christ. So he didn't just go about preaching the gospel, but he went about, you know, working on working signs and miracles, um, signs and wonders, working workings of miracles to the people. So the people didn't just they saw the miracles, they saw the wonders. How, how amazing! Hallelujah! They saw it and they believed. They believed. So, examples of the workings of miracles. Examples are Jesus. Jesus worked in miracles. Matthew 14, verse 25 to 27 says, Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, Tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Hallelujah. So Jesus walked on water. You can't explain it by scientific laws. Our natural world can't even explain it. How can someone walk on water? A person will fall in. But Jesus broke those laws and walked on the water. That is a miracle. That is a miracle. And even Peter walked on water too. Peter said, Oh Lord, tell me to come and I'll come. He had faith and he walked on water. Even though at a point he lost his faith and he nearly, you know, drowned. But Jesus still brought him up. Jesus still brought him up. Hallelujah. So it was a miracle. Just think about it. You can't walk on water. Scientific laws, common sense will tell you you can't walk on water. But here is Jesus walking on water. Even Peter walked on water. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. Hallelujah. It's a miracle. Matthew chapter 14, verse 15 to 21 says, As evening approached, the disciples came to him and said, This is a remote place and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so they can go to the villages and buy themselves some food. Jesus replied, They do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. We have here only five loaves of bread and two fish. They answered, Bring them here to me, he said. And he directed the people to sit down on the grass, taking the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven. He gave tongues and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the people. They all ate and were satisfied. The disciples picked up twelve basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. The number of those who ate was about five thousand men, besides women and children. Yes. So the, the the mystery of the feeding of the five thousand. I think we did that here. We spoke about the mystery of the um, five thousand and four thousand. If you're not heard of it though, you can go back to the podcast, you know, the park letters and look for it and listen to it. But this is a miracle. There was that the people were five thousand men besides women and children. So it actually calculates adding the women and children. There were there were like twenty thousand people. And here is Jesus with uh, five loaves of bread and two fish. And he just prayed on it, Father bless it. And he said, distribute it. And all of them were fed. They were satisfied. Some was even left. <laughs> Can you imagine? 
Wow, God is good. God is good. This even tells us the more that God can provide for us, more than we can even, um, 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 like He can provide more for us, more, more than we can even contain. This is beyond the miracle. It's beyond the miracle. How can five loaves and two fish? I'm sure even I can finish all that in 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 a second, <laughs> you know. And five thousand people. It's close to twenty thousand if you are adding the women and children. They ate. They were fed. They were satisfied. Like they ate to the brim, you know. And some was even left. How amazing! Oh, amazing! This reminds me of the scripture in Matthew chapter five. It said, "Um, blessed are all. Uh, I think the, those who hunger and thirst, for they they shall be they shall be filled." They shall be filled. God said He will fill us. Indeed, He filled them. Yes. So this is a miracle. This is a miracle. And there was this book I read, and the the book is called The Gentle. I think the Gentle Breeze of Jesus. And hopefully, this will be our book for the month. And we'll be reading this book. This book is all about miracles, and it's about um, a, a certain small village. I think in the Philippines and they experience miracles on a daily but you know it's not people don't hear about it people don't patronize it you know this kind of information and these people are enjoying it they can even you know for communion they have water they pray on it and they come back and it's wine and they drink you know there, there was a time that it was raining and someone just lifted up her hands and the rain was the rain stopped when she put her hands down uh, down the rain comes again and this is normal people like you and i and it wasn't even in the olden days it, it's recent it's a recent something and they are experiencing miracles on the daily you know miracles on the daily in in their place that, that that is so amazing and this is what we are talking about the gifts of miracle the gifts of miracle something extraordinary something out of the blue something beyond even a miracle is beyond it's mind-blowing you can't think about it you can't even use common sense to think about it because it, it doesn't work like how 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 you know that is the gift of miracle and these people enjoy the miracles on the daily on a daily they enjoy the miracles people being healed and, and what have you you know so these are the miracles and and even jesus jesus sent water into wine when jesus went to the wedding at cana they, they the, the, the the wine was finished and they had just told them to fill the barrels with water jesus prayed on it and when he came out it was wine and when they took the they drank the wine they even said the wine was the, the best they've tasted people most often leave the worst wine for, for, for later but here is it, it, the people that they are actually tasting the best wine later in in, in in the in the wedding how amazing and jesus did that miracles are possible miracles are possible I, I have experienced um, quite a number of miracles and I think there was a time sometimes they do that it happens on the regular and I, I didn't have money I was thinking about how to do something I was just there and someone sent me money I I, I checked I I checked and um, um, I checked my my account and you know no one has sent the money but the money is there 
no one has sent me the money it didn't show a notification that i had this one sent me money but then a money was there i was able to redraw it and what have you you know that was a miracle it was a miracle it was a miracle that happened to me yes it look at god look at god it was a miracle and there was one time i think i needed i needed money to pay i needed money to pay for something but i was thinking about how am i going to get it i was just there and i look at my account and <laughs> i had i had money like god thank you thank you someone from nowhere you know i'm just looking to the person in years and the person sent me money like it was amazing it was amazing it was a miracle because I didn't act like it just happened. It's extraordinary. You can't think about it. How did, I didn't work for it. So it just someone just gave to me. It's a miracle. It's extraordinary. You know. And these are the miracles that happen. And I think I have a lot more. But then as we go on, as we go on. There was a time also that I I I think I was sleeping and I I was I think I encountered I think I had a, encountered an angel and that that is also a miracle in a way you know in a way it's a miracle because it's not we don't see it we don't see it but it happened hallelujah so the next is philip and the ethiopian you philip and the ethiopian you acts chapter 8 verse 38 to 40 says and he gave orders to stop the chariot then both philip and the enough went down into the water and philip baptized him when they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord suddenly took Philip away, and the Enoch did not see him again, but went on his way rejoicing. Philip, however, appeared at the Azotus and traveled about, preaching the gospel in all the towns until he reached Isaiah. So Philip and the Ethiopian Enoch. Philip, um, um, Philip was then, the angel of the Lord told him to go somewhere and that he would meet an Ethiopian Enoch, and he should stay uh, you know, close to the chariot, and as he stayed close to the chariot, he, he Philip heard that the Enoch was and uh, reading the book of Isaiah. And Philip asked him, Do you understand what you're reading? And he was like, If someone would explain it to me, I think I would understand. But he was reading about Jesus, and Philip, you know, from there, Philip explained to him, spoke to him about Jesus, and after that, he baptized him. And as after he baptized him, the spirit of the Lord suddenly took. Philip away and the Enoch didn't see him no more. So it's like I'm standing with you, Tim, and we just did something or we are talking, then suddenly you don't see me no more. Can you imagine? That is a miracle. It's like I've been transported. I've been transported. And it's 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 happening, like it's real. The Holy Spirit transported um, you know, Philip away and the Enoch didn't see him no more. He didn't see him no more. That is that is a gift of miracle. He was transported and he wasn't seen no more. And later on they found that he was he arrived at some place, we at Azotus, and he was traveling, continued his travel. That is a gift of miracle. Like I want to be transported to I want to be transported to Hallelujah. So the gift of miracle is extraordinary. Okay, so about Paul. Acts chapter 20 verse 7 said on the first day of the week we came together to break bread Paul spoke to the people and because he intended to leave the next day he kept on talking until midnight there were many lamps in the upstairs room where we were meeting seated in a window was a young man named 
Eutychus, Eutychus, yeah, I hope I'm saying it right, who was sinking into a deep sleep, as Paul talked on and on. And when he was sound asleep, he fell to the ground from the third story and was picked up dead. Paul went down, threw himself on the young man, put his, ha- put his arms around him. Don't be alarmed, he said. He's alive. Then he went upstairs again, broke bread and ate. After talking until daylight, he left. The people took the young man home alive and were greatly comforted. There is someone that fell from an upstairs room and died. If you actually look at the Israeli, you know, um, the olden days, how the, their, build, their buildings were, the, you know, you realize that it was some kind of like um, stony structure. So if something like that, when it's an upstairs, when you, you, you fall down, it's like you're falling on, you know, um, stone, you know, and you, would, you wouldn't survive. And this man fell from the upstairs on the stone and they said, they clearly said he was dead. He was picked up dead. They picked him up dead. And what did Paul do? Paul just embraced him and said, oh, he's sleeping. Then the man came back to life. That is a miracle. Paul raised the dead. He raised the dead right in front of all of them. The person died. He just embraced him and the person came back. How amazing. How powerful. How powerful this is. The gift of miracles. Another person Archbishop Benson Idahosa. I don't know if, you, if you've heard of him before, but he is like a general in Africa and one of the generals you know in Africa. And he was in a meeting once. He said that on his meeting, when he's having his meeting, it doesn't rain. And I think when it's coming to rain or something, he prays and that is it. The rain doesn't come. And for like some years, some decades, it hadn't rained. So one time he was there and he saw that it was about to rain. He prayed, but nothing happened. The rain was still coming. And when the rain started coming, there were 50 men who were crippled. And when the rain started coming, they left their wheelchairs <laughs> and ran. They stood up and ran. Can you imagine? Men who were crippled, and they've come for healing, you know. And just when it started raining, they, they ran out, they ran, they left their wheelchairs and ran. Can you imagine? That is a miracle. So the rain, I said the rain actually came for those 50 men to be healed. If the rain hadn't come, they wouldn't have, you know, had faith to get up. And they got time. That was their healing. That is a miracle. 50 men healed at once. Healed at once. And they all got up. He didn't pray. He didn't do anything. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. A miracle that is amazing it's a miracle and there are a lot of these things that that happen and even are happening now in recent time that we don't really voice them out i think i was at a meeting one time and during the meeting we we, we were just praying you know we we're praying about something no actually we were we were fellowshipping and then the minister was preaching and he was talking about something he was talking about the miracle or something and just then we just saw a green light in the atmosphere it seemed like a blink and it went and i was like i saw it <laughs> i saw it that was a miracle and i, I was so happy i was able to experience it you know 
the miracles are available miracles are here and that's the gift of miracles when you have the gifts you are able to operate in in miracles you are able to walk in the miraculous on a daily you know so that is the gift of miracles and i just pray that we will all you know be able to attain this gift and walk in it yes so the benefits of the gift of working of miracles first is it helps people to believe um, some people let me say it that way believe in signs and wonders but most people you know believe in signs and wonders when they see the signs they believe you know so john 2 verse 53 says now when he was in jerusalem the passover in the feast many believed in his name when they saw the miracles he did so when jesus did miracles then the people believed they didn't believe because of what he was saying they believed because of the miracles you know and also it makes people know that god is with them so when they see miracles that extraordinary they, they know that oh it can only be god that 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 did this it can only be god and it makes them believe john 3 verse 2 says the same came to jesus by night and said unto him rabbi we know that thou art a teacher come from god but no one can do these miracles that thou doest except god be with him so they believed in Jesus. They believed that Jesus was doing this miracle and that God was with him. You know, because of the miracles he did, they could tell that this is God. God is the one doing this miracle. So, yeah, miracles help people to believe, you know, and it helps people to also know that ah, God is with this person. So, I pray that we will strive for the gifts of miracles, you know, to strive to work in the miraculous in our daily lives as a whole, in our daily lives. Amen. Amen. I want us to pray. Let's pray that, you know, we will walk in the miraculous. The, the Bible says we should ask for it and, you know, we will get it. We are praying that we will walk in the miraculous. Oh, sweet spirit, may we walk in the miraculous in our daily lives. May we walk in the miraculous in our daily lives. Raino isa tama eita dadi alabosa. Meke doi kasida baba shete le mosa. Raiki do diana mosi let me katira bakaika da iloikata. Laiki do iama satira baba sotia daba. Rada baba shake terebosa. Lu ieki do diana baba shete. Raisa baba shake terebosi teremosa ta ika da. Like you do, dear Rabba Shetan Bosa, like you suit your Rabba Shetan Bosa. We thank you, Father. Bless me in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. The last um, gift that I'm going to do today, the last thing I'm going to do today is yes, thank you, Father. It's the gift of prophecy, the gift of prophecy, also called prophetia. The root meaning is prophetia the gift of prophecy and um, prophecy is a discourse emanating from divine inspiration and declaring the purposes of God whether by reproofing and admonishing the wicked or comforting the afflicted or revealing things hidden especially by telling future events yes so prophecy and um, the summary is God's you speaking God's work Speaking the voice of God, that is prophecy. Speaking the voice of God, that is prophecy. And a prophet is someone who is moved by the Spirit of God and hence uh, his organ or spokesperson solemnly declares to men that he has received by inspiration, especially concerning future events and in particular 
such as relate to the cause and kingdom of God and to human salvation. So, the summary of Prophet someone that you know speaks, um, um, you know, God's words, he, he speaks the word of God, the, the mind of God. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 5 said, I wish that all of you spoke in unknown tongues, but even more that you would prophesy. The one who prophesies is greater than the one who speaks in tongues, unless he translates or explains what he says, so that the church may be edified, instructed, improved, and strengthened. So, um, Paul said that he wished that everyone would prophesy. He, 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 he and because he said that the one who prophesies is greater than the one who speaks in tongues. Why? Because when you prophesy you are able to edify the church you know edify the church as well when you speak in tongues you edify only yourself you know but when you prophesy you edify a whole lot of people because you are speaking you are telling them the mind of god so they are able to take it in you know and work on it and they are edified so i want to explain the meaning the difference between a prophet and prophecy so not all who prophesy are prophets. I can prophesy to you. That doesn't mean I'm, you know, a prophet. If I prophesy to you, that doesn't mean I'm a prophet. The difference is the office as a mandate to operate in, and the gift is the ability to do these things. So, the a prophet is the office. Is the office that you work in? You know, we have the fivefold ministry. And we'll go into that later, but a prophet is in the fivefold ministry. That's the office they operate in. You know, it's the mandate. God has, you know, called you to be a prophet to nations. God has given you a mandate to be a prophet. And the gift is the ability to, to do to, to, to prophesy. So you have the gift of prophecy, you speak God, the mind of God. That doesn't mean you're a prophet, you know. And you can have someone operating in many gifts but not in many offices you can't operate in two offices at a time yes so the you you can have many gifts you can have a lot of gifts you know but you, you maybe and maybe i'm a prophet but i can heal the sick i have the gift of prophecy i have the i have the the, the gift of working of miracles yes i can have many gifts you know but i can be in one office you know yeah, so a prophet is a person who speaks for God or a deity or by divine inspiration. Okay, let me see. Thank you, Jesus, for the gift of prophecy. Yes, the gift of prophecy is very vital in in, in, in the church. And we thank God for the gift of prophecy. Hallelujah. Yes, so, and also I want to differentiate between um, the word of knowledge and word of prophecy. I think last week we did a word of knowledge. So, someone, word of knowledge is knowing something, you know, having um, knowledge about something. So, mind you, the, the word of prophecy is different from the word of knowledge. They operate together, go hand in hand, you know, sometimes, but they are different. Someone can have the gift of the word of knowledge and tell you things about yourself, that you are this, you are that. But that doesn't mean God is saying they have a knowledge of who you are they have a knowledge of what you do but if the person tells you that i know you've been praying you've been praying in your closet you've been doing this but god says that is the word of prophecy god is telling you they are speaking the mind of god and the word of knowledge is i i you are you are you are a preacher right 
yes you have two children right yes you know you were born on 3rd march 2022 right yes that is the word of knowledge because they have they have knowledge of you and the gift of prophecy is when god they, they tell you that god has heard you your tears he said that he's going to do this and this and that for you they are speaking the mind of god for your behalf amen i, I hope you are understanding it you know i hope you're understanding it. if you're understanding you can just put the thumbs up in the comment section so i know you can understand it so they are they work hand in hand you might confuse them but you know they are different word of knowledge and gift of prophecy is different yes so continuing examples of the gift of prophecy jesus prophesied to the samaritan woman so we see in john 4 that jesus was at a well and at a well in in Sika, um, a woman came and Jesus said that, would you give me water? And she said, why would you ask me something like that? Samaritans and Jews, you know, we are not like that. So please go on your way. And Jesus said, if you knew what the if if you knew who you were speaking to, you you would ask you rather ask him for water, and he would give you a living water. You know, that water you you would never test. And as Jesus went. So Jesus prophesied to the woman, said, and you know, Jesus added word of knowledge to 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 the word. You know, you are living with a man; he's not even your husband. And when Jesus finished uh, prophesying to the woman, she said, "I know you are a prophet. <laughs> now I know you are a prophet." So you, yeah, um, Jesus prophesied to the Samaritan woman, and and she said, "I know you are a prophet." So Jesus well, uh, also had a gift of prophecy. We call Jesus a prophet, a healer. Like he was in all again because he had the fullness of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was in him and in him alone. Hallelujah. So Jesus prophesied to the Samaritan woman. And that is that is John chapter 4, verse 4. Yeah, John chapter 4, verse 4 to 26. And another example is Acts chapter 11, verse 28. In Acts chapter 11, verse 28, said, And there stood up one of them named Agabus, and signified by the Spirit that there should be great dirt throughout all the world, which came to pass in the days of Claudius Caesar. So there was a prophet in the times of the apostles called Agabus, and he also he prophesied of the future, you know, that there would be a dirt throughout the world, this and that, and it actually came to pass. So so yes, so that's the gift of prophecy, prophesying, speaking the, the the word of God, speaking, being the voice, the voice of God. Okay, so there are many examples, I mean examples, but I want us to know how does the gift of prophecy benefit the church? How does the gift of prophecy benefit the church? You look at this in First Corinthians chapter thirteen verse fourteen. It says, but on the other hand, the one who prophesies. Who interpret the divine will and purpose in in, in in inspired preaching and teaching speaks to men for their upbuilding and constructive spiritual progress and encouragement and consolation. So the scripture made us known make make known to us that the person that prophesies actually builds people up and constructs them spiritual progress and encourages them, you know, and edifies them. Let me break this into you know. Let me break this into small, um, 
yeah let me break it down um let's say i someone prophesizes to me i'm 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 i've been praying to god i've not been receiving you know the answer or i've not been receiving what i've been praying for and a prophet comes to me and and someone or someone prophesizes to me that um jemima god has heard your prayers and god says that when you god says that by november he will answer your prayer i've been edified and i i have more faith because god i know god is answering me so i'm praying more i'm doing you know all that is more you know and i'm waiting the prophecy you know or someone tells me that jemima god wants to do this and that for you but you have to stay pure you have to be holy you know you have to do this and that so what do i do i take upon god's word i pray about it and i walk in purity i walk in holiness amen so that is the gate of prophecy so the last is how do you acquire the gifts i'm just i'll just talk about two ways of acquiring the gifts the first is laying on of hands so someone can lay hands on you i can let's say me i can pray for you lay hands on you and you receive the gift of prophecy according to the will of god so you it's acquired by laying on your hands it's also a way you can acquire the gift acts 16, 19 that says when paul placed his hands on them the holy spirit came on them and they spoke in tongues and prophesied first timothy 4 verse 14 says do not neglect the gift which is in you that special inward endowment which is directly imparted to you by the holy spirit prophetic utterance when the elders lay their hands upon you so paul was telling timothy that he shouldn't neglect the gifts the gifts were given to him to laying on of hands they laid hands on him prayed for him and he got the gifts and another is fellowship in Acts chapter 2 verse 1, on the day of Pentecost, they were just fellowshipping and the Holy Spirit just came upon them and they were speaking in tongues, they were prophesying. You know, it was just fellowshipping. So when you fellowship, the Holy Spirit falls upon you. So just fellowship and the Holy Spirit came upon them. And other times it is prayer. That's why sometimes we pray for this. The Bible says we should ask. When you ask, He will give it to you. He gives it to whom He pleases. You know, He distributes them. So you ask Him for the gifts through prayer. And what you receive the holy spirit gives it to you so this is how you can receive this gift hallelujah hallelujah so very soon we've come to the end of the session next week we will continue with discerning yeah descend i think discernment tongue speaking and interpretation of tongues i want us to pray I want us to pray. Let's pray and, and thank God for today. Ro isuti araba shati araba maseita la ikudi araba seita araba leiki du iya kai kadai kela ikuskudi araba maseita lemo ikenama ikabai kela iskuti da kai kuda rada baba sheka. I want us to pray that we 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 are we are praying and we are asking any of these three gifts. I want you to ask anyone that you desire. I want you to ask the the Holy Spirit for it. And if you already have this gift, I want you to pray that the Holy Spirit will help you to train you and help you to work in it. Will help you manifest the full measure of this gift. Oh, dear, I'm a shake, I'm a shake.
Mosiana Babashika, Lababashite de Bosa, Rabasitiana Babashite de Bosa, Lady Sudia Babashiki Terebosa, Musia Bashi Terebosa, Reke Duyada Babashiki Terebosa. We thank you, O Lord. We bless your name. Begin to give you honor. In Jesus' name, Amen.